The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was tetrarch of Galilee, and his brother Philip, tetrarch of the region of Etruria and Trachonitis, and Lysanias was tetrarch of Abilene. During the high priest of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, the son of Zechariah, in the desert. John went throughout the whole region of the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one crying out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord make straight his paths. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. The winding road shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. The Gospel of the Lord. The excitement and anxiety of the season of Advent is in the air. In less than three weeks, we'll be expecting the arrival of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So it was. 2,000 years ago, in the land of Palestine, they were also expecting a Messiah. The difference between them and us is that we know it's going to happen in three weeks, or thereabout. They didn't know, but they were expecting. Particularly because of the situation of that time, the corruption and evil doing that had invaded the land of Palestine, politically, economically, and religiously. So they were waiting. As you know, when a dignitary, a VIP, a king, a president, is about to visit some place, be it within the country or outside of the country. We usually send an advanced party to the place to prepare, to look things over, make, everything, make sure everything is okay. So St. Luke in the Gospel this, this evening is telling us that such preparation is going on. But St. Luke must have had us in mind. When I say us, I mean the media, the political pundits, the people who question everything, the fact checkers, 
So he must have had those in mind when he's introducing his narrative. Look at the names I just read. Seven, seven political and religious world historical leaders. So he is going to put and anchor his narrative around that his history. And he's going to say to the naysayers, the doubters, the fact checkers, make my day. First he says, not only that this was happening during the reign of Tiberius Caesar, but he tells us it's in the 15th year, and you can check that out. And if you do, it will give you anywhere from 27 to 2980. He also tells us that Pontius Pilate was the procurator in Judea. Although the religious significance of Pilate overshadows his historical existence, but he did exist. He's a historical figure. In fact, he was the sixth procurator appointed by Emperor Rome in the land of Palestine. Then he talks about the Herods, Herod Antipas, Herod Philip, half-brothers, and we know they existed. Maybe we don't know too much about Lysenus, who was the tetrarch of Abilene, but what he has he has constructed enough historical background in his narrative that it is unquestionable that what he's saying is either a myth or maybe a figment of his imagination is not. It's a historical fact. So, but what is he saying to us? He's saying that John is crying out in the wilderness. John is the advance party sent to prepare for this August visitor. And what is he saying? Well, Luke skips um, his diet and his clothing, unlike Matthew and Mark. But he tells us that he's there in the banks of the river Jordan, baptizing, baptism of repentance for forgiveness of sinners. What are you and I doing today to prepare for the coming of the King of Kings that will be here in less than three weeks? John is telling them, make smooth the path, fill the valleys, bring down the hills. So what are we doing to smooth the path of our soul? How are we preparing as Christians to receive the King of Kings? So this evening I challenge you, pick up the phone, call that mother-in-law of yours that you haven't talked to in a few weeks, and maybe that co-worker who yelled at you at the last meeting in the office you may want to invite him to go to lunch, him or her, and see where your rosary is hanging on the wall, gathering dust.
time to dust that out and start using it. But most importantly, let's keep our priest busy in the confessional at this time. I made a promise to some people this evening about my time, so I'm going to keep that. <laughs>